Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Terrible Gamers. I'm your host, Colin, here with Ashton. Hey guys, how you doing? Alright, got a couple topics left over from last week, and we'll got a whole slate of new ones. So we'll go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Game Pass Games for November. Alright, um, the Xbox Game Pass November 2023 games being added are... Play Up, Thirsty Suitors, Football Manager 2024, Dungeons 4, Like a Dragon, Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name, Wild Hearts, Spirit T, Coral Island, Persona 5 Tactica, and Roller Drum. So none of these are really that I've... I haven't heard of any of these except for Persona 5 Tactica, and I've never actually played a Persona game. I've heard they're pretty decent, but I've never actually played them. The other ones, I mean, if you like them, there you go. But if, me personally, I've never heard of them. Yeah, Football Manager seems like a football simulator. Yes, you're a oh. coach or a manager or owner of a team opposed to actually playing the game. I don't know if you actually play or if you just do like a management style for it it's like a my gm on 2k basically but it's a whole game it seems like <laughs> but i mean i guess they do it at least once a year now since they're literally taking off the same game but 2023 version right i think at the time of recording it's leaving this month sometime anyway so it makes like i said no sense to me like a Dragon Gaiden makes it seem like it's trying to be a Ninja Gaiden style yeah. game or will download it because of the name. Right, because it has Gaiden in it. They'll think it's like Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Even Spirit T and Coral Island. Don't know. I've seen the concept art for Thirsty Suitors. It's, I mean, if you could judge a game off of its cover, it seemed like it'd be a good game, but. Other than that, I wouldn't be able to tell you what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Played up, I don't know. Um, maybe some kind of food game? I'm not really sure. But, uh, I got the dates, which you named off a couple of it. I somehow missed on my thing. But I got the dates for First and Suitor. It came out on November 2nd. Football Manager came out on November 6th for PC console. I think all of them's PC console that I'm seeing. Uh, Dungeons 4 is November 9th. The Dragon Gaiden, I'm not even going to say the rest of it just because it's too long. Uh, November 9th, Wild Hearts, November 9th. It comes with the EA Play, so it's an EA game, okay. obviously. So it probably sucks. Yeah. Spirit T is Cloud Console and PC, November 13th. And so it's still not out yet. Time of recording, but by the time the episode releases, I think that's the day it does come out if you want to try it. And Coral Island is November 14th, which is would be the day after record or the day after release, I would say. Okay. All right. So you didn't have Persona 5 Tactica on yours? No, I. Somehow missed that one on whenever I done it, which I mean, I guess I am human and I'm a terrible gamer podcaster, so right. I got an excuse. <laughs> what are we in the name? That's right. 
Don't expect quality when you listen to us. I'm definitely not false advertising, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, the only one I've heard of is Persona 5 Tactica, and the rest of them I have no clue. On to PS Plus Essential Games for November. Not much better, from what I can tell. But uh, the PS Plus free games for November 2023 are Mafia 2 Definitive Edition for the PS4, Dragon Ball The Breakers for PS4, and Aliens Fireteam Elite for PS5 and PS4. So the only one I've heard is Mafia 2, which I've never played Mafia 2. I played Mafia 1. It was a pretty decent game. I think it was a Games with Gold back a while ago, a few years ago. But uh, Mafia 2, I've never played. But if it's like the first one, it's a pretty good game. Is the Mafia games like a Grand Theft Auto, I'm assuming? Kinda, yeah. Basically. But more crime-based. I mean, I'm going to say crime-based, but more, I guess, story-driven opposed to sandbox-driven. Yeah. There is kind of a sandbox, but yeah, like it's more story driven than a GTA game. Okay, and then Aliens Fire Team Elite is that a take on the Alien series, or is that a completely different? I have no idea, honestly. And then, then obviously Dragon Ball is a Dragon Ball. Dragon game. Ball, yeah. Which I never got into Dragon Ball, but no. Nah. Me neither. But they're there right. if you want to check them out, if you have PS Plus. Which, yeah, I mean, it's kind of sucked for the past few months, but there you go. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess they're Microsoft's correlated in some way, because, I mean, not really for one of them good, good games for their... No, but Microsoft's the past few they... months have had good games. They had Starfield, and then they had Forza Motorsport 8. Yeah. And others, so... But this month it's kind of sucky. And eventually, you know, yeah. we'll get those big names, the Activision Blizzard games in there. So they'll be able to sprinkle some of those in the next few years and hopefully yeah. get at least a good name title every month. At least one. Well, I would hope so anyways. Yeah. We'll see what they do. Call of Duties. Uh, there's some early holiday Switch sales that have already gone live since this was the last week topic. Yeah, I have not all the games that are on the list, but I have quite a few I'm going to read off. Um, if you like the Bioshock series, the Bioshock, the collection is on sale for nineteen $61% off. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage is $29.99, 50% off. And I've heard really good things about Fire Emblem Engage. I've personally never played it. I'm not a big Fire Emblem RPG fan, but I've heard good things about it. Um, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is $40, 33% off. It is a good game. I have played it. And you know, it's Donkey Kong Country. You can't really go wrong with it. Hades is $12.49, also 50% off. And I've heard good things about that game as well. Haven't actually played it, but I've seen gameplay of it. It looks fun. I just haven't had, took the time out. Cozy Grove is 862, 42% off. 
I don't know a whole lot about that game. I'm guessing it's some kind of indie game. But there's a lot of good indie games out there. And The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is $39.99. 33% off. I can say this is a very good game. The original and the Switch remake. And this is obviously a Switch remake. I 100%ed it in like two weeks. Like I couldn't stop playing this game. It was such a good game. And next we have Metroid Dread. $40. 33% off. Also a very good game. I haven't beat it, but I've put a lot of hours into it. About halfway through it. Um, next we have Everspace Stellar Edition. $9.99. That is 75% off. I'm not sure too much about that game, but it's on there. Assassin's Creed The Rebel Collection is $19.99. That is... 50% off. And Assassin's Creed games comes with Black Flag and Rogue, I believe. So both of those games are pretty good games. And then last I have on my list is The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. $39.99. It is 33% off. That is another good game. Another one I 100%ed. Not in two weeks. It took me, I think, a month. But uh, also another game I couldn't stop playing. I played the original Skyward Sword back on the Wii. I just couldn't get... I don't like motion controls. Didn't like using the sword, you know. But HD is much better and on sale. So pick it up. Um, I thought that was the last one, but it's not. Uh, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope is nineteen ninety 67% off. Um, so that's the second one. Because the first one was Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Um, not going to read. That was the last one. So, a bunch of good games on that list. And that, like I said, that's not all of them. That's just some of them that are currently on sale already. Well, you covered all the ones that I didn't have. So, oh, cool. you'll get even more. <laughs> uh, so, mine's not actually done a lot of like actual first party Nintendo games and everything else on his mine i only have one first party nintendo game well two and then uh the rest are just third party developers that's on the switch system that you can get but and it's like different websites and stuff too which i'll tell you the website and i checked some of these i didn't get around to checking all of them but uh super mario bros wonder actually obviously it's a brand new game it's $60 right now. If you go to hsn.com and there's a coupon that you can use, it's holiday 23 for the holiday season of, you know, this year. Right. Uh, it knocks it down to $39. Oh. So after tax website is like 43.19. So go on there. If you want to get Super Mario's wonder for $20 off, basically. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> five nights at Freddy help wanted is normally 30 bucks it's 20 dollars on amazon right now streets of rage for 39 dollars it's 20 usually 39 25 right now on amazon harvestella is usually 59 i have never heard of it and it's a hard word to pronounce it threw me off for a second <laughs> uh it's only 60 and it's 29 right now so it's half off at best buy Nintendo Switch Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Bundle is $299 at Best Buy. A Powerade Joy-Con Comfort Grips, normally $14 or $9 on Amazon right now, if you're a Joy-Con player. 
uh, SanDisk, Nintendo Switch Micro SD, since they don't really come with that much memory to them, yeah. are normally $74, and they're $39 at B&H. Uh, another SanDisk micro SD, but it's uh, well, my bad. The first one was a 256 gigabyte. I don't know if I said that or not. Oh. The second one is a 512 gigabyte for $53, normally $130. Pretty at good. Deal. Nintendo Switch console at GameStop is $229 right now, it's normally $250. Uh, Nintendo Switch game deals if like actual I guess the actual Nintendo Switch I don't know if they mean first party or whatever but you can save up to 50% on Amazon Amazon has like a whole entire list of them right now okay. and the same thing Best Buy okay cool so yeah definitely the biggest one from the one I named off would be Super Mario Wonder obviously like oh yeah you know, $20. brand new game if you, and I, te- I checked that one so it does work you said that was HSN. HSN.com.net. I don't know. Google it, HSN, yeah. and it's going to pop up. I got the website saved on my end. That way, whenever I go back through, I just got to add it to my card and finish the order. Right. But yeah, all those are up for the most part. Like I said, I obviously didn't check like the Best Buy stuff, and I didn't go in the Best Buy and be like, hey, what's the price of this Yeah. right now? Or GameStop, but anything I could check online, I checked, and it's all down right now. From the last time I checked, which was yesterday. Oh, good. At the time of recording. Right. All right. On to the big news, something we've talked about a few times, and it's a new topic. And I predicted. Yeah, Ashton predicted it, but I don't think we're going to see Tom Holland in it. The Zelda no, movie. we better not. I won't watch Miyamoto, it. Miyamoto has broke the silence on his end. Yeah. All right, so yeah, it says Nintendo's foray into movies isn't stopping anytime soon. The company has confirmed that it's working on a live-action adaptation of The Legend of Zelda. The movie will be directed by Wes Ball, best known for the Maze Runner trilogy and the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Zelda creator Shigeru Miyamoto will serve as a producer, much as he did on this year's animated Super Mario Bros. movie. He'll be producing alongside Avi Arad. This is Miyamoto. This is a quote. I've been working on the live-action film of The Legend of Zelda for many years now with Avi Arad and Arad, whatever, who has produced many mega-hit films, Miyamoto said in a statement posted on X, formerly Twitter. We might be waiting a while for the movie, however. Miyamoto said it will take time until its completion, but I hope you look forward to seeing it. While there aren't many details on the movie itself, Nintendo says that it will be co-financed by itself and Sony, of all companies, with Nintendo footing more than 50% of the bill. So, first point I want to say is they've been working on it for a couple years, which is pretty cool because usually stuff like that gets leaked but I'd say if it got leaked it would be cancelled and another point is the last part is Sony's paying for almost 50% of a Nintendo game based movie so I thought that was pretty cool 
the partnership there. I don't think that was an intentional partnership just because the guy that usually does all the stuff like how you said for the Planet of the Apes and stuff, usually Sony is the one that shoots over top of those movies. Right. So I think just Miyamoto wanted to partner with that guy and that guy just so happens to use Sony. I don't think right. he really had much of a... No, it wasn't intentional, but it just worked out that Sony's paying for almost 50% of a Nintendo movie. Yeah, so on a Nintendo movie at the beginning of the you know thing, you're going to see Sony Entertainment Productions or whatever the yeah. Sony thing is at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's going to be weird, but... Yeah. But Miyamoto went on to say, in an, I guess in another interview, that he's actually been working on the idea of it for at least 10 years because he said he was in the, they were still in the middle of developing Breath of the Wild whenever oh. they, he started having the thing for it. He just tried to figure out the whoops and everything. That and Nintendo themselves were just like, no, we want to make a Mario movie before we make a Zelda movie because... Obviously, Mario came out the year before Zelda did. Right. So it just made sense for the company that, and obviously Mario's quote-unquote bigger than what Zelda is as a family-based thing because it's more straightforward gameplay opposed to the open-world puzzle base of Zelda games. Right. But just the fact that it's going to be live-action, it's just how it's going to play out for it because... I think it would be an easier to go with the animated style of it opposed to a live action. But with Miyamoto being there every step of the way, it should pan out pretty well. Yeah, because nothing's going to be allowed that he doesn't approve of. So I think at first I was kind of scared after I seen it was live action, but then I thought about it with it being a Zelda movie. I mean, Link, they're actual people. So it makes sense to do live action and they can still do animated things like the magical parts of Zelda, you know, if they use anything like that, similar to, I guess, like uh, avatar to use real people with makeup and then do animations that way. And the technology is so far, like they can make it look real and everything. The only question I have is what game it'll be from, or if they'll come out with an original story. So, I, can, I guess I have two predictions on what it'll be based off of if they do it off of games and not original story. One is Ocarina of Time. That would make a lot of sense. That's one of the most famous games of all time. So, Or if they would go back to the beginning with Skyward Sword chronologically, that's the first Zelda game in the Zelda timeline. Start the story off there with everything that happened. But if they're doing it off a game, I would say more likely Ocarina of Time. I would disagree with you on that just because of the time frame when he started having the ideas for the thing. I would say that he would go to Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom because they are the most current, and that would be the way to get especially newcomers to the series into it, and they would buy those games before they'd done Ocarina of Time. Yours makes more sense, but I'm thinking as a business aspect, it would make more sense for them to go for the newer games right now because that's basically what they've done with the Mario. They, yes, they based it on the quote-unquote future before technically the first game. But in the sense of it, I think they would do better based off Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom because those are more story-driven anyways than what any other Zelda game was. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. 
Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, Blitz, and Arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Yeah, I mean, they, they could do that. I think with those two games specifically, yeah, you can stick with just the story, but they're so broad and open world, like it'd be hard to put everything into a what an hour and a half, two hour movie. But it uh, could I mean, it could be done. Yeah. Which I mean, shoot, if you go back and play all the memories back to back to back from both games, I say you're sitting right there at about a forty five minute mark anyways. Yeah. From start to finish, from, like I said, Breath of the Wild memories all the way down to the last year of the Kingdom memory. If you sit down and watch them, like I said, you're already at 45 minutes. And then they can easily have fillers for that time frame. Which, of course, I know they wouldn't base it off the memories because that would be pretty cheap and not good for the company in general. Especially if you already played those games. But yeah. I'm saying, like, in theory, story-wise, they already have 45 minutes of material alone for Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, like I say, it could be done, but I mean, I think Ocarina of Time, like that story itself, you could drag it out easily because you got two yeah. to different timelines, kid Link and adult Link traveling back and forth through time. That'd be a good movie. But I, I mean, most likely they'll probably just do an original story, I would say. Yeah. Similar to like they, they did do, with I Mario. Yeah, whatever they do, though, I don't think they'll do anything out of the true adult timeline. Like, I think that timeline's just completely gone. They would even do, like, I don't, like I said, I think the adult timeline and the hero phone timeline are out of the question, story wise. So it would either be a kid series, that way they grow up with it, as quote unquote, or, like you said, the Ocarina of Time, which is the split, which means you'd be able to cover all three. Yeah. But I, Bank for simplicity and trying it out, they would go with the Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom route. Okay. Yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll let you guys know when we find out. Yeah. Hear it here first. Yeah. All right. Go on to the next one. Another big one. Rockstar has yeah. announced a trailer date for GTA 6. It's finally coming. Yeah. GTA 5 released September 17th, 2013 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and it's been ported to every console since. It's 
been a while and been a long awaited game. But yeah, so it says Rockstar Games has announced it will finally debut its highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6 reveal trailer in December 2023. Revealed in a post on the Rockstar Newswire, the developer confirmed rumors from earlier in November that it would share a first official look at the game next month. Rockstar didn't share a full reveal of the game as was expected, but did say it was very excited to finally debut GTA 6. We are very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto. It said, we look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. So yeah, I mean, a ton of people online were excited and it's about time because honestly i played gta 5 but i didn't really care a whole lot for it i'd rather play vice city or san andreas maybe that's just nostalgia for me but me i didn't like that you when you first play the game you're forced to play that opening sequence of like the robbery or whatever like you're not like san andreas and vice city you're just put into the world and do whatever you want in gta 5 yeah. you was forced to do that first story and then you could do whatever you want yeah i mean it's gta 6 they i think they're still playing with the formula even though i think gta 5 was the first time when they just threw you into the story though yeah yeah All i believe it popped in and just started destroying stuff right from the get-go yeah or you know it's optional to do the story from the beginning yeah which, I mean, I guess really at this point, do you think they'll, which I know this is a generally talked about thing, where do you think the city's going to be for GTA 6? I don't know if it's true, but I heard that it might go back to Miami. Vice City. Vice City? Uh, I've heard, I mean, I've heard of Questware. I've heard all the base games like City, Liberty City, even staying in San Andreas, which would make absolutely no sense. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe Miami. I've, I've even heard like they're making like their own Europe thing, like overseas. It's possible. I guess we'll find out. Maybe they'll. Yeah. Maybe. December. I'm sure they'll definitely release the city that in that trailer. I mean, it'd make no sense not to. I'll crap myself as December 6th if I accidentally try to say it. <laughs> yeah, it just I mean, says December 2023, early, but it might be December 6th. It makes sense. It would be six game, you know, yeah. not necessarily six, because there's more than six GTA games. Mm-hmm. It's just the main. Right. Because there's Grand Theft Auto Chinatown, too. That's, it was its own little series. Yeah. And then you have the yeah. stories, like Liberty Stories, um, other stories too like smaller games that was mostly released on like the PSP smaller handhelds but still games in the series yeah I guess early December we'll find out and I mean obviously come back here and we'll tell you if you don't want to watch it yourself right yep always keep you guys updated speaking of updates uh, the latest PS5 console update made a secret change and it didn't mention to anybody in the patch notes <laughs> <laughs> um 
I think they did that a while back. I think it was Sony. It might have been somebody else. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, the latest PS5 console update includes a secret change to the shutdown screen, removing the side panels seen during shutdown. Sony has introduced a redesigned version of the PS5 called the PS5 Slim, which was slightly smaller but not significantly different in terms of power or price. The redesigned PS5 consoles come with a detachable disk drive, but there has been controversy surrounding its need of, for an internet connection to work. So I'm guessing they did just an update for the new, new, newly released PS5 Slim, but apparently it changed the shutdown screen. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just like little updates like that. Yeah, you're just like, why wouldn't you put that in your patch notes? Like, I mean, people's going to see it anyway. I mean, that's something people use on, nowadays on consoles since like the 360. Yeah, and then the first time they see it, they're going to be like, what in the world just happened to my thing? Because they're so used to seeing it. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. It's, oh yeah, let's not tell our player base something. Right. Because you're going to have something fall like that. What else are you going to hide in a patch note? Oh, I'm sure they're hiding a bunch of stuff. <laughs> being, being Sony. Yeah, shocker there. Yeah. Alright, got time for one more. I don't know which one's going to be the shorter one of these two. If we just got time for one more. I'd do the next one. You would do the next one? Alright. I'll listen to you. But new MW Free, I'm saying new MW Free because obviously there's been MW Free before. Right. Uh, Dev say that the game was rushed because I guess a lot of people are complaining about the game right now. So apparently this is the first legitimately bad Call of Duty, people are saying. But um, so it says Sledgehammer denies claim that Modern Warfare 3 was rushed. A shortened development cycle was also mentioned in the recent Bloomberg report, which stated that Modern Warfare 3 was made in just 16 months after Activision delayed Treyarch's 2023 Call of Duty game. Taking 2X, formerly Twitter, Sledgehammer Games, so subsequent, I don't, I subsequently issued a statement from studio head Aaron Hallen, which directly disputed large Parts of that report, among other things, Howland said that the company spent years realizing the vision for Modern Warfare 3. Anything to the contrary is simply not true, he wrote. I don't, that's a bunch of bull crap, I think. So they were going to skip this year, and then they were like, wait, if we skip this year, we won't get no money. So they released this game, hurry, I mean, in a rush, I think, because it was originally going to be DLC for Modern Warfare 2, but then they were like, Oh, we'll make more money if we get, release a whole new game. So, apparently, the campaign's just trash, according to reviews. I haven't played it, I haven't seen it, but according to reviews, that it sucks. And that's not even, nobody's reviewed the multiplayer as of time of recording yet. It's still waiting a couple of days for that. So, like, people are saying this is the first legitimately bad Call of Duty game and people are review bombing this game and accidentally bringing the rating down on the 2011 Modern Warfare 3 because they're getting confused on which one they're bombing. The cover is definitely way different on these two games. It is. and But Modern Warfare 3 2011 was actually a good game. But this one, I mean, it's bringing the rating down on that one because this one's trash. But, I mean, maybe 
with some updates. I don't know if it's buggy or if the story just sucks. I'm not sure why it's bad. They're limited on details of what they can say until the game officially releases. But, yeah, apparently this is just a bad Call of Duty game. And But I think, hopefully, since Microsoft bought Activision, they will do what they said and do Call of Duty every three years. That way they can get fresh ideas, more development time. It'll just be better Call of Duty games after that. Yeah, bad, and you can't just throw a $70 price tag on a game and expect that was, to release it in the that got released in. Well, a $70 price tag on a game that was originally DLC less than a year ago. I mean, yeah, T- Tears of the Kingdom was DLC, but they spent years adding to it and not releasing it in a state like this. No, because 16 months and six years are two completely different time slots. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, if you was thinking about getting a new MW3 or going on there and bombing it, Make sure you get the right cover. Yeah. One is a person holding a gun up, and then the other was literally, from what I'm seeing, it's just a black blank thing that says Modern Warfare, and then it has like three red lines on the bottom of it. Yeah, and then there's also a dude on there on some of the covers, but he has a hat on. The original doesn't. He has like goggles or glasses or something on, and it's a white background. Just don't yeah. review Bomb the good Modern Warfare 3, because it was a very good game back in 2011. It's still a good game. I played it literally last week. Yeah, it don't deserve to get bombed. No. The new one does. The new one, uh, by yeah. way. I mean, if it sucks, bomb it. But the original one, it's 12 years old at this point. So, don't bomb it now. We didn't send you guys either. No, we didn't. We're just letting you guys know it sucks. Which, I mean, I could have predicted that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I understand they've crazy. been under some stress, too, with the acquisition. It getting, you know, stopped three or four times and finally going through yeah i mean there's stress there but that doesn't mean that you should release a bad game especially your best-selling franchise yeah which of course i know ashen's not a fan of the sledgehammer version of call of duties anyways because i know he hates advanced warfare sucks infinity warfare wasn't too bad they helped with it and ghosts they helped with it too it wasn't it was good just a oh, newer Sledgehammer. Well, it was Raven's, Raven, and then Sledgehammer helped with it, too. Gotcha. And then the next year is when they done Advanced Warfare. Yeah. Gotcha. So they probably just dipping their toes before they took completely over for yeah. a year. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. But that is all the time we have for today. Uh, follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. Join our Discord server. Chat. Discord. I thought we should forget about it. Uh, get merch if you want it off of Redbubble. Yep. And I think that's it. Got BetterHelp as a sponsor. Yeah. If you need some help, links in the description of every episode, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your podcast, wherever you get them, it's in the description. Anything else? I think that's it. Later, guys. Catch you guys in the next episode.